Anna whispered against his cheek. She was so soft and fine to hold. A great slow dancer, too. Elegant and totally desirable. Bad law. Unenforceable, Stefanovich whispered back. Some policeman you are. No respect for authority. You bet. I know too many authority figures. He started to unbutton Anna's dress, which picked up the green of her eyes, the gold of her hair, and which felt like the smoothest silk under his fingers. You going to try for indecent exposure now? Anna smiled softly. For starters, maybe. I have a few other felonies in mind, too. After they slipped out of their dinner clothes, they did a few slow laps. Then they floated languorously in the moonlit pool under the glass rooftop, the twinkling stars. With Anna... Stefanovich had a way of doing wonderfully romantic things. He'd become a master of the unexpected. A dozen American roses arriving at the grade school where Anna taught fourth grade. A weekend ski trip to Stowe in Vermont. Gold shell earrings he spent an hour at Saks picking out himself. He reached out and pulled her body closer in the deep end of the pool. Sometimes I can't believe how much I love you, he whispered, his breath catching slightly on the words. Anna, I love you more than all the rest of my life put together. I'd be lost without you. Sad but true. Not so sad, Steph. They made tender, then passionate love in the still blue-green water of the swimming pool, in the middle of the coldest march in years. At the moment, John Stefanovich was sure he had everything he ever wanted out of life. Getting Saint-Germain would be the icing on his cake. Until past midnight, Alexander Saint-Germain had been at a black-tie affair given at a Fifth Avenue penthouse in Manhattan. The party-goers were mostly investment bankers and other Wall Street power brokers, their wives assorted young playthings. A very good black combo played and seemed particularly out of place in the setting. Saint-Germain himself fit in splendidly. He was sophisticated, wittier than any of the bankers, a wealthy and respected European investor with seemingly unlimited capital. Now, the grave dancer was approaching Long Beach Island, cruising along in a dark sports car. He was feeling particularly sanguine about the past few weeks. He had been mapping out a strategy that would ultimately change the face of organized crime. He had financial backing, both in New York and abroad. He simply had to make certain nothing went wrong during the next few critical months. One man has been interfering lately, Saint-Germain was thinking as he crossed the bridge onto Long Beach. A detective named Stefanovich had taken it upon himself to make Saint-Germain's life in America difficult, if not impossible. Twice he had trailed Saint-Germain to Europe. He had conducted surveillance watches outside his apartment on Central Park West. This desire to prevail against the odds, to tilt against windmills, seemed to be an American trait. Stefanovich was challenging him, and that couldn't be permitted. His sports car finally entered Long Beach, and he gunned it toward his rendezvous. An important lesson had to be taught tonight. 14 NYPD and Nassau County detectives walked single file, making uneven lines on either side of Ocean View Street in Long Beach. They continued walking until they reached an even narrower street called Louisiana. 
At the far end of Louisiana, the detectives entered a sharp bend, which opened into a wide fork. Two large beach houses stood at either end. Stefanovich knew everything about Alexander Saint-Germain, that he was the current drug star in Europe, the largest narcotics dealer in years, that he was also known as a businessman in parts of the world, a legitimate financier and investor, which made tripping him up that much more difficult. Stefanovich knew that Saint-Germain and his organization were moving very impressively into the United States, that Saint-Germain had masterminded a Byzantine, highly effective system to control organized crime throughout Europe, known as the street law. This street law applied to criminals and to the police alike. There were strict rules, and they were known to everyone. Rival crime lords, but also policemen, prosecuting attorneys, even judges who came into conflict with Saint-Germain's system, were dealt with ruthlessly. Murder and sadistic torture were the usual forms of retribution. Revenge against friends and family members was common. Tonight, Stefanovich and his narcotics detectives were breaking the street law. They were striking a major Saint-Germain drug factory inside the United States. Stefanovich's eyes were drawn suddenly to the far left of the cul-de-sac. The house lights there had blinked out. Uh-oh, the left. See that? Bear Kupchak pointed. Stefanovich and everyone else stopped, their legs and feet suddenly frozen in step. What's that all about? Krupchek whispered. I hope somebody's just going Betty by late. I don't know. Hold tight, Stefanovich was slowly raising his Remington. Through the trees, the moon had cast everything in a pattern of strange black and white shapes. Hey, detectives! Big fucking surprise, huh? A voice suddenly boomed. <laughs>